This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 21, War! Never gonna give you up! Okay, welcome. This is episode 21 of the Traxxas Sector Warcast. My name is Tobin Lopez. I'm John King. And I'm Carl Anderton. Uh, what do we have to do today, John? Happy New Year, folks. 2016 brings us a lot of great conquest stuff. Store championships, we have seven in Colorado. Very excited about that. Necrons were announced, thus adding to the gestalt of the zombie-loving popular culture. We'll talk about the cards and their lore background. And lastly, we've been playing with War and Starblaze a bit, and we'll discuss our experience. All right, cool. Yeah, store championship season is here. Uh, we In January, it starts officially... Technically, you can start January 1, but I, I don't think any stores that I know of start that early. The earliest one we had, we had a Game of Thrones one down in Colorado Springs, uh, but we have Netrunner, we have Conquest, we have X-Wing. We run our Star Wars Imperial one. Assault. Oh, yeah, you guys ran yeah, your Star that Wars one. That, that was, it's not the busiest game in the world right now, but it was pretty good for a Star Wars one. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, look out for those. And funny enough, on the way here, or actually last night, we are recording this on, on Thursday... Uh, the FFG announced the applications are open for regionals. So oh, if you uh, if you are a player, you know lobby your stores to apply for those regional positions. Uh, if you are a store owner or anybody of of that ilk, then lobby you know make put those applications in if you have the size. If it's if it's something you want to do, because with some regionals, I know that Total Escape Games, my home store, uh, or my one of my two home stores, this Haunted Game Cafe is the second one. Total Escape has a massive space, and they usually get picked for X-Wing because they're the biggest, one of the biggest stores in Colorado for X-Wing. But they don't, because they get X-Wing, they don't usually get a second one. So it's really weird how FFG works it. Now, it seems like from the article yesterday, FFG's willing to give uh, more, they, they're not locked into three regionals per region. For each one, for any one game. Well, like they did last year. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of locked in because they have eight regions, 24 regionals per game. That's three per, right? Yeah. But they don't seem to be locked into that. It seemed to be more of a store player density, uh, store uh, eagerness. So application process kind of deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allocation, as it were. Okay. So I didn't didn't see that hit last night yet. Yeah. I was wondering what they were doing because last time the three count led to some weird situations where some people were. Even even with the the distribution, some people were stuff like, oh, go, I got to like Omaha or something. To, right, yeah. You know, right, I, right, right. Here, I, I, I went to Omaha yeah. for their the conquest. Yeah, exactly. Because right? yeah. I couldn't so, make the one here in Denver. Yeah. But but those got announced, and uh, for those of you who saw the Altar promotion card for for the store championships, I got to look at the actual physical card at the store championship thing. It's really cool. It's the orc being shoved into the. So the killer cans, we think. Is, it, well, it's well, okay. The killer can is like a dreadnought for space marines. Right. It's, it's a walking armored robot with someone piloting it, and that, that promotion there is an orc, is an orc mech taking a Gretchen, a grot, sticking him in there and say, "Drive this." <laughs> Basically, and, that's and what's he happening. seems resistant to he's the idea. He's not particularly pleased no! by the yeah, exactly. He's not particularly pleased by the whole thing. So. It's very cool. Yeah. And and then and. I don't know if you've seen this. I know you have because you mm. posted the Facebook. Which, yeah. it, hey folks, if you ever see a co- post by Carl Anderton to mm. Facebook, you know <laughs> it's a meaningful <laughs> event because he doesn't do it very often. Netrunner announced that their World Championship decks are going to get kind of an alt art treatment, so akin to 
So they're going to publish the deck that Dan Argenio used for runner side and corpse side, and they're going to do a full bleed, uh, kind of a bigger picture of the original art. It's not alternate art; it's original yeah, it's art, a, but it's, it's full yeah, it's bleed a, it's, stuff. It's no framing, so it's 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 in the original pieces without any modification. So like Caprice looks astounding. Yeah, it's really really quite amazing how much prettier Caprice looks when they're taking out all the extra framing. <laughs> stuff. I'm like, wow, that looks <laughs> yeah, awesome! That's really cool. And yeah. so we're hoping, crossing <laughs> our fingers, for Varun's. Uh, Dark Eldar deck well, that would be pretty cool the response so far from people I've seen has been pretty much overwhelming this is a cool idea this oh, looks yeah. really nice this oh, is yeah. I mean I yeah. just went um, I'm I, I set up I generally add, add things into the cafe to order so I put them in then ordered two for myself yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yes right now I'll have, I'll have well, one of I each, think please. your post was something like I must have <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, we'll, buy, we'll be buying one of my highest voted <laughs> posts on Facebook was like yes I will I will have this yeah so, but that looks really promising for us so. yeah it's cool so I'm looking for the championship season. There's seven here in Colorado. Seven conquest ones, seven netrunner, four five Star Wars. That's all over the board. We got a we got a pretty dense popular uh, playing population here in Denver, uh, or in the Colorado area. Uh, so try to make one of those if you can. That being said, uh, Necrons were announced. We saw this coming. We obviously you know in the in the starter pack they say Necrons and Tyranids will be coming in the deluxe expansion. Uh, there have been uh, various podcasts. First Planet, Tactical Squad have reviewed these uh, card by card. What do you guys think? But so, it, first of all, I don't think any of us quite predicted the method. We always knew it was going to be something to do with being involved with everyone else with the layout. But, right. I uh, but this is not the one I would have called. That we we knew it was going to be messing with discard piles and bringing people back yeah, that, and that kind style. of thing. But some of these things, like the there is one card here that they teased. One that doesn't go away. Oh, the warriors. Yeah, the right? reanimating warriors. Mm. The so two two for three cost that when he would take destroyed by taking damage, remove all damage and move it to the next planet. Yeah. <laughs> remove it to an adjacent planet instead. Like, wow, he doesn't go away. Like it, it's limit once per phase, so you could he could I guess you could he could die several times. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, if, he, if, he if, if your opponent was down. your opponent was savvy and like ran a wall or two. <laughs> So yeah, kill, yeah, him, yeah. kill him on one, he goes to two, kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can get rid of you now, you know. It's, uh, he's he's pretty interesting. Uh, but <laughs> besides that, you know, it's pretty pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. I would point out we've now we've now um if any of you are playing Game of Thrones we played earlier, we now have Burn creeping into conquest with extermination. And Bur Burn is a term from old from the original first edition Game of Thrones, which is reduce something's um stats. If that stat hits zero it dies. Right, right, and right. So it's just like, oh, there we go, you know. Yep. So. Extermination. Yep. So that's a big one, right? That's yeah. it's huge. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see if five cost is worth it. I mean, that's the weird because, thing. Because is it is it everywhere? Or is it a target planet? At a target planet, each non-unique non uh, necron unit. Right? Necron unit. Yeah, and then you must pass your next deployment turn. So there's there's some limitations there, but. I don't know. I, I trust I trust Brad and the group and the playtesters to to do what they do, and there's going to be variety because you have to make competitive cards, but you also have to make casual cards and fun cards, mm -hmm. cards that are I mean, fun to play. Looking at oh. that, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry. Oh, I was I was about to say. I mean, it, it's 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 along the same lines as long as Exterminatus, Doom. Basically, it's going to be you maybe have one in your deck, maybe two in your deck, because it is a shield card, of course. And then you you use it to set up your winning planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. There's no there's none of the exterminatus restrictions. Right. Just pick a so, planet. So it doesn't have. It yeah. could be the it could be the the first planet. 
Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the restriction on this is that it costs five resources. Yeah. And right? that's yeah. that's the restriction. There's right. no, and there's no also, targeting restriction. To be fair, it also nails your dudes. I mean, most of the others do as well, but it kills your non-Necron stuff yeah. too if you are running yeah. the, the weird um, thingies. Yeah. But I think looking at five there, I mean, I've read this before, but just finally process, it is a deploy action. Now, if this was a combat action at five, that would be a bit of a tricky deal because getting into the combat phase with five resources yeah, is a completely that's, that's different tough. matter to getting into. Right, right. <laughs> well, and that's also your last—that's yeah. also your last action of the deploy phase. Yeah. yeah. So right. you you don't get to wipe everybody out and, and then, then throw somebody down. Yeah. Right. Right. So I would think that you're going to want to play that when you have a war, have an army coming with your warlord. Oh yeah, 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 that's that's yeah. the point. That or, point. That or when the Necron player is loading up small cheap units at a planet and appears to be staying on five, then yes, I would start to worry. You know, <laughs> and and it just gets minus three until the end of the phase. Yeah, so mm -hmm. if they have four, they have four hit points. Yeah, but if they have then four, they survive. With I think with the exception of a few, you know, uh, sanction psych comes to mind. But anything that has a toughness of four is probably an elite or unique. Right. Yeah, there aren't there aren't too many. And so yeah, so vehicles, yeah, this is vehicles. so yeah. this does kill uniques that have three hit points. Right, and oh, and if they have any damage. So if you have one damage, you're fear four, and you have one damage, right. and you get minus right. three, you're dead. Well, right. it's not it's non unique still, so it doesn't hit those. Anything else that's got three or less will right. simply die. Right. Yeah. Right. There's right. no shielding, no transferring, no nothing. Right. Which is very necrom. If you look at the necrom setting, they have crazy particle weapons. That's where the particle it comes from. Oh, so okay. Their tech was they could kill things. But yeah, I mean that, that whole thing of the non uniques and everything. I would imagine it's just to, just to protect ones that do have damage on it because I don't think you're killing many uniques at three hit points. No, but you are. But you definitely are setting. If you if you were able to target them, you would be setting them up for a, a much easier time yeah. to get rid of. Yeah. yeah, I think we've got to bring up the elephant in the room here of backlash. Yeah, we have to mention this. I've never seen a card that is that is um, otherwise titled "Screw You, Clavex." Quite as bad as I've ever <laughs> seen before. You know, it's funny because I, I've listened. To, uh, yeah, that's basically what it is, right? It's backlash. It's like no Clavex, you know, yeah. get away, go away, bye bye. We, we could error to you, or we could put a one 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 thing card out and sell it to people. Yeah, bye bye Clavex. And Brad said in an interview, he said he he knew Clavex was a problem. He he knew the, the or sorry, I should say. He, he, he was aware of Clavex. Yeah, he was aware people's of, it, of its power. Yeah, people's yeah. concerns. He wanted to put it in a deluxe because he wanted to be it, it to not rotate out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whereas so that's where he kind of had yeah. to wait. So that was an interesting mechanic. So these, you know, you, you, the the design process itself has to consider all these things. Okay, rotation. Okay, well these cards are going to go away. Okay, so how do we get it to stay? All right, well, we get we get it to stay in this way. And and it's not just Clavex, but it's Archon's Terror. It's 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 all these other things, right? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, so and all these future things. So they can. So by having this in in the permanent card pool, they can design those card killers a, a la Claybacks, mm -hmm. but knowing that there's a response mm -hmm. to them. Yeah, and like you so. brought up there, this is this is a good fix to it because Clavex is while whilst it's the the most prominent part of the problem, this is not the entirety of the problem for playing elite units, mm -hmm. and this is just a nice little push of the of the needle. Right. Another direction, you know. Well, but it, it, it and it only saves your elites. It doesn't save your big bat. It doesn't save a seraphim sister. Mm -hmm. Sisters, a four cost, four four, mm. unique unit. But she's not elite. Yeah. And who's um? Is it almost all of the synapse creatures are, are elite, right? I'm pretty sure for the tyranids. Yes. Certainly all the, the synapse creatures scouts. are unique yeah, and so and elite. Yes. Yeah. So that's a beautiful. Which that's is a why beautiful card for those. Fallback works, right? Yeah, yeah. Fallback and backlash means you'd be looking at a neutral. Could be looking at a neutral event, <laughs> and Tyranid deck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the 
what what I'm interested to know is from talking to you in various way in you know having various conversations with you, Carl. I know a little bit about the Necrons, like that they were a civilization that lost their life. Like I can't remember what it was, and they're kind of soul creatures, and they inhabit other creatures now. So like, there's there's kind of like weird two weird parts to it. So you first of all have the Catan, which are in like historically in the in the real version of the game have been kind of odd. They started out completely ephemeral and they've become more of a recent deal. They're they're referred to as like star vampires. They're big, uber powerful enemies. Think of something that's like the big chaos gods, really, but it isn't of chaos. In fact, they're the flat opposite. They hate it. They they um like literally antithetical to psychic power and all this. And that's the Catan. That's the Catan. Then okay. a Catan come along to a race called the um, Necrontia, which is a pretty much humanoid one living on a planet that is like radiation scarred by its star. Its star is dying out. Ravaged by disease, life expectancy ridiculously low. Um, kind of, their culture has become massively focused on death and the afterlife, like um, sort of the early Egyptian or the stereotypes of early Egyptian stuff. The Katango, hey, we can save you. Okay, okay. yeah, you know, make a deal with us and we'll save you. The Necrons make a deal with them, and the the Katan's method of saving them is to produce these metallic bodies, kill them all off, and shove their essences inside them. So they go through the. Well, that um, kind of sucks. They go through the Doctor <laughs> Who and the Cybermen kind of deal. So they're like, kind of so imagined. it's like a weird. It's a soul machine. Yes, they are. They are. They are a a, a metallic body, um, with a an, a soul inside. However you want to put it, yeah, you know. And can so so can that soul pass from one? Have they figured? Can Necrons as a now can Necrons pass from one? Machine to another, or are they? I don't think that's really? been covered properly because they make a big deal of that the bodies in the Necrons can be repaired, massively effective. They're really, really, really hard to kill. So my okay. assumption is, once it's destroyed, someone goes. Right. And um, the reason we're seeing things like the Harbinger Eternity and the named characters we'll see as warlords, we see the reason we're seeing them around is Necrons went dormant for like millions of years. They were the foot soldiers of the Catan against the uh, Great Old Ones, which okay. were on the side of the Psychic Users and all that kind of thing. There was a massive galactic war. Side note, the Great Old Ones conscripted and made the Eldar more powerful. So basically, the Eldar and Necron tier have very, very similar backgrounds. Okay. Something big came along and made them made them interesting. Oh. <laughs> which might be part of the reason that Eldar hate humans so much, is humans did it on their own. Okay. There was no, there was, there was no great... Well, the, oh, okay, does the Emperor count? I guess he does. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's a running, running theme of 40k, is a big, a big guy comes along and makes some regular race... Ridiculous and sends them out into the stars. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the ne because of that, the Necrons are uh, dotted around the galaxy on, on small, uh, they got called tomb worlds, where their um, their little spaces are hidden around. Okay. And there's also a the idea that they can mess around with um, space a little bit. They can teleport um, very easily, and they can put themselves in little pocket dimensions apart from people. So that might be some of these tombs are less a and not so much a physical like. Um, terracotta soldier style thing of rows and rows and rows of necrons and more a little space where they were hidden away definitely okay. Doctor Who then yeah, yeah getting, we're getting much more into the, uh, the <laughs> we're, we're giving up we're giving up on any vague semblance of science and getting into the um, like okay in the, uh, narr narrative no, I, I, I love the idea of you know some some archaeologist busting open a tomb uh, uh, thinking that it's just this ancient ancient burial thing and just and seeing like the terracotta right. when they when the when the archaeologists first opened that up, just seeing these rows and rows and rows of soldiers, or maybe just thinking statues, like, oh, okay, yeah. wait, that thing moves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Are they all moving? And they all have skulls. As oh my god! Ah! Yep. And that you know. Yeah. Well, it's going to be really, really nasty bit. I was mentioning the particle weapons, the Gauss weapons they have, are supposed to strip things away at the molecular level. So if you think um, 
Um, somewhere in between like uh, horrifying Resident Evil movie style deaths and um, Mars attacks, <laughs> like bees weapon. When these got, when Necrons first came out, my local my local store was at decided they, they clearly all all used the same weapons from Mars attack and sounded and communicated like the Mars attack guys. <laughs> yeah, so you've got images of the Harvest Moon. One of my one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I know. And they, you know, all this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh dear. The no, Slim Whitman defense. But they, they have a huge right. I mean, this little dude here, or rather this huge thing, if you think about the scale of the miniatures in, in the miniatures game, regular guy's about an inch, an inch tall. Yeah. Uh-huh. But this the particle thing, whip? This thing, the... Um, particle whip? The obelisk. The, well, that, oh, that's the weapon on top. The obelisk itself is that. Hovering along the ground at about, about well, head well, height. Okay, but nobody in, saw in, that on the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Carl just... He, he, held, his, he held, his, held his hands about 10 inches okay, apart so on the base and about 10 yeah. inches... Basically, like, about, about a shoebox size on average. So there's, like, this floating building. Oh, okay. So it's a floating a, building. Yeah. That's, that's why I think... I'm, well, they may go for a unit. And so... If it, they do, so it's going to have to be pretty So the particle whip crazy. on the... Co- because when I, I have to admit, when I first saw this, I'm like... What the building's the particle whip? That doesn't make any sense. The big, the big weapon on but top, but the web, is, big weapon on top is the particle whip. Yeah, it's it's supposed to work a bit like a, a lightning strike. A beam zaps out to you, makes a target, and a big blast of energy comes along it. That's the that's yeah, the whip yeah. part. So, and here's yeah. the here's the thing about that particle whip, right? So, exhausted support. It's a headquarters action. Mm-hmm. Exhausted to shuffle any number of unit cards from your discard pile into your deck to deal X damage to a target non-elite army unit. X is the number of cards shuffled into your deck. So here's the thing. So you can shuffle units back into your deck, but that requires that they die. Mm. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Ne- but Necrons don't die very easily. Yeah, but right? that's what, well, Necrons and even this, don't. The scarab, the scarab swarm here puts one back from your discard pile into your hand, right. and it dies. Well, yeah. I was looking so at that, looking at that, and I realized, <laughs> I, I think that's more for play your ally card. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. You right. let yeah, your ally yeah, cards yeah, yeah, die. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Then you're going to particle whip. Yeah. yeah. Those back in, you're going to leave yeah. your what Necrons do die. You leave those into yeah. your in your graveyard because yeah. you're able to. There's a lot. Seem to be a lot of cards coming so that you're going to be able to pull the Necrons so out of I your graveyard. Should, I guess we should hit on this. We're assuming that everyone's heard exactly how the Necrons take other factions. Right. That's true. That's yeah. true. That, so we should probably so, rewind so, a little bit. So the Necrons can ally with any faction. You can actually build your. So I, I put it down here in the show mm-hmm. notes. So this yep. is your your construction when building a Necron deck. You can include common units. From any other faction on the alignment wheel on your deck, potentially giving you access to a vast variety of tactics and abilities. You cannot include non-unit cards from the factions on the alignment wheel, but you can still use the neutral cards as you wish. So, you can, you can't use any events, supports, or attachments from, uh, al- from any other faction but Necron. No, no, no you can Necron. use unit cards from any other faction but Necron, except for Tyranids, of course. And then every Necron player has an enslavement dial because, oh my God. <laughs> Fantasy Flight Games, and I say this in all seriousness, <laughs> loves the dial. Yep. It's like, I, eh, well, maybe not Game of Thrones. Does Game of Thrones do have a dial in no, it? No, but since, oh, since, Star Wars, since Star Wars, they've gone pretty dial happy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. This is, the, this is, the, this is the, di- the, the dialception we've reached with Conquest here. Right, right. Yeah. So then every Necron player has an enslavement dial that shows the faction symbols of the seven factions on the alignment wheel. When the deployment phase begins each round, you set your enslavement dial to any faction, allowing you to play units for, of that faction this round. If you have t- units of two different factions in hand, of course, you'll have to choose which ones you need to play and set your dial accordingly. So the dial doesn't have neutrals. You can play neutrals at any time, mm-hmm. right? So you can set it for Space Marines, play Space Marines only, but you can also play your Rogue Traders, your Void Pirates, your Kaifs, Kaifis Roth, Kaifis yes. Roth, whatever his name the is. Uh, so that's how they work. 
you can build your deck and you know my guess is you're not going to build with all seven factions because first of all you have seven turns mm-hmm. right that's, that's as many turns as you uh, that's as many sorry rounds as you have in the game mm-hmm. so you're not going to build with seven other factions three what do you think Three is where Two? the three is where the variant starts to. I mean, this is completely spitballing. Three is yeah. where the variant starts to kick in. Three is where you've gone. I have a particular plan. I'll take the units that are good for that plan from every faction and ignore everything else. So you were talking about the um, the particle whip. Yeah. I go to the faction available to me. That's a one cost with almost no health. I need pretty good for what I'm planning. Okay. And yeah. you, you stack those. Yeah. So you, like you say, you throw them onto a planet. Either they win or they die, which means you're going to particle whip something and call them back. Right. So right. that that's one way I could see it. Um, the other one is, yeah, you pick, you just go, okay, Space Marines are best for me, period. I'll just Space Marine it down. And without right. seeing the rest of the Necron cards, we don't we don't really know right now. Right, but right. But my well, assumption with more than three is going to well, be crazy. Well, the one thing, I, one thing I'm looking at here, looking at this, there's only... I wonder, there's I wonder, standard, this is the Astro Militarum card. I wonder how command-heavy their Necrons are. Yeah, that's a good one. I the don't costs know. Have been this is a, he's a five, he's a three... Right, but here's here's one. That, here's here's only, a two two, but there's no. Yeah, he's, right, a he's one. only he's only one. That's a fair call. I think I think the the animating warrior is a, is a is a decent. It's expensive, honestly. Command commandish card as are the Mandragorans. You might be hitting the point. That's that, is that the first well, thing you have yeah, to go out and for these for guys, allies. And and so and do the, so this is a three cost. This Mandragorian immortal and the reanimating warriors are both three costs. They're both two hit or uh, two attack. One is three hit points. One is two hit points. One command icon each. They both have a special ability that is fair. That is fairly powerful. Ranged, like one is ranged, ranged two, and three. you can sacrifice a non-tile soldier unit of this planet to ready him. Yeah, that, that's scary. so. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. Without knowing what the support, what some of the supports do, like can 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 some can the Mandragorian Mandragorian immortals get plus one plus attack somehow? Can you give attachments to give them plus attacks? Yeah. These kind of things. So without knowing that, I, my guess is that they're probably a little expensive com- for their cost because they all have a special ability. So they're like space marines. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's not miles out. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if space. I think. I think space marines are overcosted, Tobin. You know that. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. That's the, that's their efficiency, right? Are <laughs> they're undercosted? That's what I mean. They're undercosted. That's what we're talking about. Again, so that's I a think, very interesting I think, call. I think as as much as space marines are undercosted, maybe it it looks first blush is that Necrons are a little over. Yeah. But that's because they can ally with Mystic Warrior. Precisely. <laughs> Astra Militarum, cheap units. Uh, Dark Eldar cheap units. You can pick Goth Boys who mm-hmm. get plus one, plus three attack at first planet. You can pick all these other like, yeah. really well, that's, cool stuff. I mean, that's a really interesting call. I haven't run, run the numbers on this. But they have to have yeah, they have to have the largest available card pool, period. Even when you count only commons from each, from each um, faction. Yeah, they have to have the largest conce- uh, conceivable card pool they can pull from. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah, period. They don't need... Yeah. They, so Tyranids... Tyranids needs more cards. Tyranid mm. need more card cards because yeah, for themselves, they don't yeah. have anything else they can really... But but Necrons, due to the deck construction rules, they don't need as many cards because they have the, an entire yeah. universe to draw from. Yeah. Right? And also, as a, you mentioned before, the standard bearer guy you picked out, the Astro Militarum one, that one cracks me up. That I like the look of because that is a card that is like, hi, I'm a regular dude you can take, but I'm in so, so, so meant for Necrons, and as it happens, Starblaze. Um, <laughs> while, while you control, oh, yeah, no, yeah. he's going in my start. He's yeah. going in my so the, the standard bearer here is a three cost one hammer two two. When you control a non Astro Militarum warlord, you may deploy this from a hand as if it had ambush. 
reaction after this unit enters play ready an army unit you control at this planet right yeah that's that's an amazing 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 and thing. I think they're gonna you know with the Gorzod's special where he can take common vehicles for Master Militarum and Space Marines but nothing else mm -hmm. no other non-orc cards uh, they're playing with folding and flexing the, the alignment wheel yeah, right. I think I think that's I think that's the big deal for this, because like you said, the first set was establishing warlords and different styles of play. As we said, it, it was going for mm -hmm. here's the warlord stuff, here's reacting to where warlords are, here are different um, archetypes, and then like you said, as soon as um basically as soon as Tyranids came in, pretty much they've gone okay, let's mess around with how you build decks. Right. Let's add synapse creatures in. We've got we've got Starblaze for the first of the um, I can I can I I take allies I can't normally take. You said we've got Gorzod as well. Now this is a card that is clearly intended probably not to be in Astra Militarum. I mean, right. there's no harm for that in Astra Militarum. Right, but Red there's... Red unit when he turns up is great, but... Right, but there's there's no there's no special reason to have it yeah, in, in Astra Militarum because there's, so, yeah. there's so many other units that you could... That, that, that does their role a little bit better probably for... And probably only two costs. Mm -hmm. and, and you can't staging him, staging ground him in. Right. Mm -hmm. He's a yeah. three-coster, so you, you can't ever trigger... The ambush. The am he, he doesn't have ambush in an Astro Militarum deck, right? Mm -hmm. And he and you can't staging ground him, so you can't trigger the readying. So, so it's, it, there's no reason. Yeah, it's, he's mm -hmm. he's uh, not an Astro Militarum card. He's yeah. a standard bear for a space. Yeah, there's deck. no there's no reason why you would take have that in there instead of stalwart over him. Yeah, who's well, who's a two two for two? Well, in a space marine deck, he's huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. You 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 know, honored librarian is alone at a planet. He attacks. Smash. Right? Yeah, nice Smash big before and, and and your opponent's like, I'm gonna get the other librarian, and then you go, boom, standard bear, other librarian readies, and you can't go attack. Ahead. No, you, you can't, can't attack, attack no, you me. Can't, you can't attack me. Yep. So, so all of a sudden you're like, oh yep. crap. <laughs> the um, the Starblaze outpost as well. Where you Which pull, one? Pull the, you? pull the pull the isn't it pull tile to put a militarum? Is it the way around? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's dropping the militarum on. So this guy comes in. On top of a, is it or is it? Or is it I thought it was pull Astromilitarum to drop in a towel. Well, that's still, that's still, that's still, <laughs> that's still we're, we're going to yeah. keep going back and forth no. on this. But that still plays out even better because as long as you're going with the ambush money, right? Then it's then it's um, then it's drop a unit down, ambush him into ready, and then swap once he's once he's actually attacked, swap him for a towel unit. It's right, and, and then you yeah. then you have him back in your hand, and, and you can do ambush it all back again, out of You know, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, again. I mean, you know, spending yeah. six in a turn is. Little rough, but then again, if if it's a chance for you to if it kill, wins, bloody if, the yeah. warlord, win the planet. If you've thrown down a stingwing and you're doing this all in the range window, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> kind of hilarious. Stingwings like crunch, crunch, crunch. You know. Ugh. Well, yeah, that's a that's a. I, I'm I'm interested to see more like this that are clearly crossovers from their stuff. And was it resur we didn't see resurrection orb too? Yeah, calling things back. Oh, yeah. There's been a great deal of announcements out of FFG. Obviously, you know. The Necrons, the store championships are here. The store champ, the <coughs> all the kits are in the thing. But one thing we haven't gotten is the fracking cardboard itself. Boundless mm -hmm. hate is <laughs> good. So I did the math, right? So I did the math. So John, you and I went to Gen Con. I had the opportunity. <coughs> we got we got all the Netrunner kind of ahead of ahead of schedule. But since but because I got the Great Devourer there. So since Gen Con, which was. August, and we're talking about July 30th, 31st, August 1st and 2nd. Since Gen Con, I've purchased and have acquired one pa expansion pack between the two games that I play, and that's 
decree of ruin. Yeah. Should be Netrunner hasn't shipped. Should be fair, Tyrant, you, you got Tyranids there, so Tyranids did yeah. turn up for Tyranids everyone else during yes, that time. But, but, and yes. they didn't destiny, you but know, still. I got the I got the Netrunner stuff early. But I'm going crazy, like I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> like just give me, just give me boundless hate. Just get rid of I, it's I, really frustrating. I think you have to. I think you have to partly blame Force Awakens and Disney because we've just been swamped with new Star Wars releases. We've had, right? we've had, yeah, if you, if you look at look at the way Fancy Flight has staggered things out um, since early December, there's been I think three waves of new stuff from them, which is unprecedented. That's that's for FFG. That's like yeah, they were getting the ships like in a line and queuing them across the ocean. Right. But um, I mean, there's another another one still due to come with a redo of assault, the assault carry thing it is. But um, yeah, but those have been blasting out with almost nothing else. Anything else on there has been incidental. So we got like a new sleeve run in and stuff like that. Right, and, right, you know, right, kind right, of thing. Right. But clearly they've been like, Disney's been like, give us, get the oh, Star Wars stuff God. out, darn it. So that, because yeah. that, that, we're looking at about a month late now. Right. At the moment, which is not the worst thing I've ever done, but is unusual once a, a cycle has begun to, to have a full month gap in there. Yeah. So. It's, it's, and, and, and gotta strike why the why the Star Wars why the lightsaber's hot. Right, 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 right. And so I was thinking that we'd have boundless hate the Kree ruin and boundless hate for the store championships here on the thirty first, but that's not gonna be I mean, unless something amazing happens, we're not gonna have it on the thirty first, because that would be two weeks from now. Yeah. It would have to arrive two weeks from now. Exactly. Today. It would basically have to announce it during this week, maybe during next. And then have yeah the fastest turn up I've ever seen pretty much right because yeah. it not impossible well before but not before all this you know six months ago they used to have a a ten day turnaround at least for Colorado mm-hmm. between shipping to distributors and arriving in stores so that would be ten days but the last couple packs have been seventeen days right yeah. so you get an extra week in there yeah. so and that's too bad I, I'm I'm really chopped all this we can talk about Necrons all we want right. And oh, they also made the announcement that the deluxe expansions would be coming out when they came out. Right, right. Yeah, that's the that was the interesting one. one. Yeah. So I mean, now, now they've announced Necron because they still announced Necron in order. They announced it after the whole mm-hmm. cycle. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that doesn't throw anything else in because mm-hmm. they 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 always do release. They always at least release in announcement order. You know, yeah. It's like right, and, and and I think that's where you're getting. I think that's what they're saying with the announcement is they might not release in announcement order. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, there's a chance that these hit before the end of before the end of Planetfall. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Right? I, I'm I'm frustrated and excited, and it's kind of a love hate relationship with with the with the process of getting my games. One one thing we want to correct from last we we talked episode twenty, which was our first year anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Rickery War buggy, and one of our uh, more dedicated listeners pointed out that rickety war buggy can be down it, damaged by non-unit effects. Such yeah, as warp storm got a little, got a little overexcited about that. He's so. never gonna die. <laughs> 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 never gonna die. What, what song is that from? I off a song memory. That, 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 that sounded like you were going into a Rickroll. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I think that's what you're gonna. I think that's what you're aiming for right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Now, now I just now I have the vision of. So so instead of the you know Doof and uh, riding across the desert. In a rickety war buggy, you know, playing the guitar. Now yeah. I've got Rick Astley up top yeah. and Warping going, Never gonna give you up. Yeah, exactly. Never gonna let That's you down. No, no, no. Never gonna run around. We have, we, have a new name. we have a new name for this unit. And now we finished Rickrolling, everybody. And it is the Rickroll buggy. That, is, that is now has to be the case. It's no longer the rickety. Nice, have, yeah. Oh, no. But now we, now we gotta, now we, there's gotta be some kind of death metal <laughs> anthem version that, of that. Yeah. 
somebody can match up to the to the Rick Astley video. <laughs> and, and, and splice it with one oh, and, and, then, and then have the whole no, we, the way around. Oh, we get a, be... we get a nice long shot of the the um, guy playing guitar in Mad Max, uh-huh. who's hanging from the massive right, right, yeah. that cuts into Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> yeah, that, that has to that, that has to be that's the one. That's what I mean. But, yeah. you know, just, <laughs> so, somebody's got to somebody, please out there, splice that together and send me that the link because yeah. I can I will watch that every day. <laughs> I can I can see for it, the rest though. of my life. I promise. I can see it though. The guys are drumming. Away, it's approaching yeah. through the kind of thing. It cuts, you know. Immortal Joe raises his hand, and the, and the and the guy in the front kicks into full full heavy metal version of him. Never give him, never going to give you up. Very slow pan from Immortal Joe. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the is going on over there? <laughs> yes, this this does need to happen. Someone needs to oh. make this happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never play rickety war buggy the same now, folks. Yeah, yeah. You never will. Yeah. The, the Rick Roll buggy. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> well, okay, so Boundless Hate is not coming. Uh, one, one of the things I wanted to talk about was I've, I love Broderick War. I love playing with him. However, he's not. <laughs> uh, so I really love, he, he came out, I started playing with him in real life. I, I, I love playing with him. It was, he was doing well for me. And then, so then, so then I did something that I haven't done in a very long time, which was uh, I got an octagon because I absolutely needed to play. Right, and so what I did was I got an octagon, and I'm like, okay, I've shed this whole like I could process the game better, right? Like, because we've talked about it before in in these podcasts how I just I can't process the information on the screen in the same way, mm-hmm. and so I started getting frustrated and gave it up. So, and and what happens is I'll give a shout out to Sam Mann and his Black Crusade League, which is now going on. So if you haven't signed up, maybe next time, but. I, I was excited to participate in this league, and Sam had, had, had asked if we might, some of us might participate, and I said, yeah, sure, I'll try, I'll give it a go. And so, with Decree of Ruin arriving, I started getting on Octagon and playing with Broderick, and I lost my pants. I lost one, I, I went one in ten. And it wasn't, and it, and it was 0 and 5, it was like 0 and 5 with Broderick War. And it was 0, uh, 1 and 6 with everybody else. I mean, it was, it was I was really bad, and I'm I'm willing to accept loss, but what I kept going back to was I deployed someone there, and I'm like, oh man, I should have deployed him over there, right? And I deploy the next day. Oh, I should have deployed him. Oh, oh, I should have. Oh, I should have done that. It's like the instant I when I made the decision and it was finalized, mm-hmm. I went, oh, that's the wrong thing to do, mm-hmm. and so I started getting really frustrated with myself, and I started really, really hating the game. <laughs> And that's not how I want to feel, right? right. I love this game. So <coughs> I, I surrendered to the octagon gods that don't want me to play on there. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not. And I bowed out of the, bowed out of the Brock Crusade League. But, but for those of you who can play on octagon, go for it. I, I, it's a pretty easy interface if you can process the information, which I cannot. Yeah. I would couldn't. I, I actually started playing online a fair bit this week myself for the first time properly. And one little thing I noticed that I think you're talking about there was when you're playing in real life, you know, you take a card from hand and you go, you know, you hold it out in front of you and look at it, thinking, is this the right? Am I? Is this going to the right place? Am I thinking about what I'm doing? Am I going to hold this out on the table and call it back? Where in the game you go, click, that's there. Yeah. Oh, that's too late. Crap. You yeah. know, I, I find my I found myself doing that, and I think I've realised that as as card gamers, we do have this tendency to think about the motion as it's going on, to right, slowly right. apply it to the table and go, 
Yeah, yeah, and, that's and, right. Yeah, that's what I want. You know, I want to go over here. Yeah, you know. And for me, it's it's a it's deploy, but even even more importantly, I make the biggest mistakes on committing. That's oh, where yes. I make my my mistakes is committing my warlord. I get locked into an idea, and I say, okay, that's my plan. And then things change a little bit during the deploy. You know, obviously change things change because people are playing units and so on and so forth. And then I don't reevaluate my plan. Whereas if I'm sitting at a table and you play a unit, I'm there sitting there. I'm going, okay, ah, how did the change? I'm more able to engage with the board. And mm. it's me. It's it's not Octagon. It's just me and Octagon. It's mm. it's mm -hmm. not either one of our friends. I do get that. I mean, um, one of the, one of the things I've always found with Octagon is it's somewhere between wanting to be a tabletop space and to be automated. And because it's somewhere in in between those spots, it's, I find it hard to process. Right. You know, the game doesn't the game doesn't present information easily to you. It right. simply doesn't have the bit. There's no obvious stuff. There's no. I played an event, so all these things are clearly happening. Right. I mean, I've been playing Jinteki.net with Netrunner a bit, and you get a little more of that, but no, but still not as much as you do as as heavily like um, corporate level tuned things like Magic: The Gathering Online, right. which is all you know. This thing just happened. You should wait and do something about it, kind of deal. Right. But well, and and, you know. and the Octagon Netrunner is heavily automated. Like mm -hmm. he tells you exactly what's going on, how much he's, how much was spent, how much. Where it was spent from, so on and so forth. So there's a that <clears throat> Netrunner is just more automated because people have automated it more. Yeah, it could be automated for Conquest, but I don't know how it would add. Right? I mean, you, you the the tracking is you know so and so added damage, so and so removed damage, so and so mm -hmm. targeted so these things. So those are all captured in the log. Mm -hmm. But I, I just. Shout out! Take advantage of playing because uh, if you have the ability, to go for it. What I wanted to talk about though was that that was kind of a, a pretty bad lead into uh, talking about our experience playing with War and Starblaze. Now I've played almost exclusively War. Mm -hmm. you, John, you've played almost played exclusively Starblaze. You played some more though. A little right? bit, yeah. a little yeah. bit of yeah. War, yeah. a little bit more Starblaze. It's probably about seventy thirty. Okay, yeah. and then I've been playing Starblaze pretty much down the line. Yeah. Okay. Recently, okay. So. And what? So what? Do we, what do you think? Oh, man. <laughs> I, these warlords were everything I was hoping they were going to be. Yeah. I, I, I'm so pleased with both. I'm not any good with both yet, <laughs> but I'm still so pleased with both because um, Broderick War, uh, I think, is a, is a good warlord. And then when you put him at a green, or you've got units at green planets, he's a great warlord. Yeah. Because yeah. all of a sudden... Hit the units turn into really great units. Yeah. You know, really hard hitting. <clears throat> can't be routed, can't be retreated. Mm -hmm. Just, just phenomenal. Now, you know, expect everything's got to fight to the death. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when we were talking about, I completely There's forgot. There's no tactical the, retreat. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I completely forgot the war did the whole you can't route stuff. So I, I was like, going, okay, so how do you play Gling Bomb? Oh, yeah, no Gling Bomb. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's choose, a problem. You, yeah, Nurgling Bomb. If I'm your opponent and you play a Nurgling Bomb, I yep. say, okay, I'll choose to to uh, to retreat. Oh, but I can't. Yeah. And oh. you just avoid all the damage. Oh, really? You can, cho you can choose it even though it's not a viable option, as it were. Sure, because because you the, his unit... That's the, I'm, I'm now, again, I'm not a rules guy. We, we This probably is online somewhere, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But... His signature unit says you must pay, uh, must pay a resource or he retreats, right? Mm -hmm. His signature unit, War's signature unit. Yeah. 
but he cannot retreat. If he's at a green planet. If he's at a yeah. green planet. So so if I put, don't pay the, the don't pay the cost to keep him from retreating, he still can't do it. Okay, so right? yeah, that, so that the cannot proceed the cannot supersedes it. Yeah. The cannot retreat just means that I can't retreat. So I can choose to retreat. Oh, but then but I the can't. effect triggers. So it's more of a prevent. It's a it's it's as if he's as if the unit says when you would retreat, prevent this, prevent the retreat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's fine. So the, so the so question well, yeah. the question then comes down to so like, a nurgling bomb does not work against. Don't try it on your word because you're like I choose to retreat him. Oh, I can't. I choose to retreat him. Oh, I can't. And then well, all yeah, your but, guys go. But then, away. but then the option though, if he doesn't if he doesn't retreat, does he take the damage? Well, it's like he's saying, no, he's choosing. Well, right, I, I understand. Yeah. I get the word. You got to yeah. choose. So, yeah, it's one, it's one of those ones where I, I would lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have. I would, to I would definitely that. lean yeah. on. I would definitely lean on the lean on the whole. Gosh, you know, it doesn't affect me because I choose to retreat and I can't. Re but I can't retreat. But you must pay the rent. But I can't pay the rent. But you must pay the rent. You know, yeah. <laughs> right. I get kind you. of thing. That, that's what I'm thinking. And about. I think it's worth finding finding out. But, before but you having an official ruling would be great. Yeah. I mean, I could buy that because it's a pretty pretty niche effect. To be fair, it's like one major card that does that. But it would be nice to, to find out for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and then Starblaze. Oh man, being able all all the swapping units in and out and and bringing guys down and all the range and all the command. Um, it's phenomenal. Now. It's funny because I wanted to have a, a Starblaze. I had a really good Starblaze deck, I thought, and then I had a really good War deck, but there were a lot of common cards. So I was like, I want to have, I want to have both those decks together at the same time. So I realized, all right, so I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to try this trick here and make a, a range deck out of Starblaze, and I'm going to do here, and I turned two pretty good decks into two completely awful decks. Yes. So by, by <laughs> because not, you're overlapping units, yeah, that's the kicker. Yeah, you know. Well, well, but but you know, I wanted to have them both together at the same time. So yeah. like I like I said, so I I didn't have to swap cards. Yeah, back that's, what, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, you, you over, so, sorry, overlapping card pool is the problem. Yeah, but, yeah. So I mean, I, I found with Starblaze that when I when I saw the initial previews of him, people were mostly talking about one of two major archetypes for him. They were talking about one of them particularly, which was basically the high efficiency Starblaze. Take all the good cheap command units, you know, um, Mordian recruits. Iron Guard recruits, Iron Guard recruits, Iron Guard yeah. recruits, stuff like that. And like you said, Sanchez Psycho has been a up and down with people. I've seen some of them. Some people love it. Some people like eh, about it. You know, you've got to buff it before it gets anywhere. Um, obviously, stuff like Rattling Dead Eye, perfect for the deck. Mm -hmm. And that particular build, I tried that, and for me, it didn't do me very much. I, it didn't help that most of the time when we played that, I was playing mostly against War, and so you <laughs> end up with a bit of a mirror match or just mm -hmm. a literal mirror match. It's more happened more than once against Starblaze. I've had a lot more fun and success with the Hunt variant. We're going for just the combination of Tau's hunt ability and um, and Astra Militarum's Katachan outpost ambush guys, um, rattling dead eye hunt tricks. Yeah, um, I yeah. gave on um, one of the <clears throat> when we ran the um, the mentor um, Sunday we did. I gave my decks to two new players. I started out with one. Started out setting one of the guys going and got a friend of mine to take over. So I had to go work, and they were running my old one eye deck against my um, Starblaze deck, and um, the guy running the Starblaze deck. <laughs> Uh, um, assassinated old one eye two turns clean. <laughs> it was like old one eye turns to a planet full of stuff. Bang, dead. I'm going away. Wow. Okay. I'm oh, going to the next planet. Old one eye turns to the next planet with even more stuff. Dead. Wow. And I think the death was an ambush Kadachan. Wow. It was yeah. like I kill I kill a Balkan. A legion comes in, goes to whatever it was six eight dead dead tyrannid. Okay. <laughs> like, so wow. I'm yeah. just checking my phone. And I was wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the cannot be routed 
means that well, well, we're ma- the 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 poster said something about cannot be routed, uh, meaning that you cannot if if a unit cannot be damaged, you cannot choose it to take damage, mm. right? And so mapping that over to routed or cannot be routed, so you can't choose the routed. Because you option of because you can't because you can't so, so therefore he's got to take the damage. think of it as you you've okay. got, you you have to pay a you have to pay a cost and if right. you prevent the cost then you didn't pay it a la Netrunner yeah. as it were yeah, yeah, and that yeah. seems to run through yeah yeah you know uh, speaking of, of sanctioned psychers um, sanctioned psychers in Broderick War oh I know uh, being able <laughs> all of a sudden you know you, you being able it's like oh you got to buff them and everything in Broderick War well if they're at a green planet they get plus one mm-hmm. all of a sudden a one four with two command hammers. Mm-hmm. At two. With, <laughs> a, with, with a Katakan, yeah, and you yeah, have a Katakan that, outpost out. Yeah. I, I've I had plenty of those. Possible, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. when, when we were playing, and all of a sudden I realized, oh, okay, yeah, I'll send, you know, I can cancel out. Oh, wait, if I get into combat there, crap, I actually, you, I think you had two, I think you had two Katakans out. I was like, my warlord could take five. <laughs> that's no longer a command <laughs> snipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, now, that's now a, you know, it's like, okay, great, I show up, I, 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 you know, take command there, but then I'm going to have to retreat immediately. Yeah. yeah. Because even though I got initiative, I don't want to. I, I can't do four to it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, he's <laughs> a tough bird, and and I play, I play him over the, uh, the Iron Guard Citadels. Iron Guard recruits. Iron Guard recruits. Yeah. The two cost, two command icon, one two. In war particularly. Because yes. yeah, in war yeah. particularly because they have a zero four. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The quick quick at that moment. I I lost a game against Kith. Um, Bloody and Kiff in the last round with a seven attack um, uh, sanctioned psycho. Whoa! Gave him the iron cool. rifle, double Kalachan. <laughs> Go away, Kiff. Peace, I lose. You know, yeah, but it was just like, <laughs> but, but you're like, I, I, I but did it still. Wow! Yeah. You know, you, you are not shielding that. Well, bridge, you know? I put up our game from last week, and you're just like, okay, I'm going to bloody him. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was wasn't, like, <laughs> it wasn't war you bloodied. I think you bloodied. Uh, Zarathur? Zarathur, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I, I couldn't like, okay, win, but yeah. I was like, fine. Well, yeah. screw it. Fine. <laughs> and that's sometimes what you need to do. You're like, okay, I'm going to bloody your warlord. Screw it. Take a little And, and yeah. you're going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played a uh, 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 new player, David. He's He's been playing the game for, I don't know, maybe a month, six weeks. But he's he's caught on very quickly. And he kicked my kicked my ass with Kato and uh, old school Kato against Zarathur. And I'll have to look back at the video. I recorded it. I'll have to look back at the video. But I think I went one choice where I was like, no, I think I got that. I don't have to go there. I got a little greedy. And I committed to like three instead of one. Mm. And he just demolished me. <laughs> I played. I had I, I had to deck. And it worked. It was great. I had two ravenous flesh hounds out. Neither one got to. Got to I never got to. Uh, Really use them to their full extent. I think one got to swing once, and the other one got to swing zero times <sighs> because he killed him. You know, I was like, "Whoa, crushing blow! You suck!" You know, like, uh, and so we, we forget so uh, easily, it so right? Rough. Yeah, it was so rough. And so, man, Kato, like, you know, Sicarius is chosen. He's moving things over, and I'm like, "Yeah, I remember these cards, son of a gun." I mean, I mean yeah, but that's the thing. We've, we've had so many new warlords that we definitely haven't played some of the classics. Right, right. I mean, the Kith well, game for me was like Kith. Like, I don't play. I don't play in tournaments. What the hell right, is this? Right. You know, uh, <laughs> regularly. You know? I you know and we we I played with Urian last last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a miserable experience. For <laughs> uh, yeah, 
But I played a gentleman on Octagon. This is one of the zero and ten ones. I had Broderick War, and I'm like, yeah, Broderick War, you're in. Okay, whatever, I'm on this. There were like four green planets. I'm like, I'm set. And he he just demolished me. Like, he just boom, 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 boom. And he was playing small units. A lot of card draw, a lot of Elder Survivalists, uh, Rogue Traders, Void Pirates, a lot of that stuff. And he just demolished me. Like, the second game, I played a Sanction Psyker to Green Planet. I played, uh, I don't know, something else at, the, at Planet 1. And then, I, and then I played War. And I committed War to 2. As a combat action, he played a Powerful Pain. So I sack. So this is on actions on Planet 1. So I sack the Sanction Psyker. And then he plays a Powerful Pain. And I sack the first guy. The first planet goes to nobody, and after a, a whole round, he has like four units out, all kinds of card draw, and I have war. <laughs> and that was all I had. I was like, wow. I'm, yeah, two fire from veins in a row in the first turn. Oh. I was like, wow, that sucks. So then I went and built one. <laughs> and, and, but I'm, I, that's one of those things. That's one of those decks that's kind of a negative play experience so you really need to play it in person yeah those you know? those are those, then you can solve well, and you got to play bit. with you got to play with a good friend yeah it's like yeah. it's like look i as we discussed before it's like oh you're gonna hate this deck you're gonna hate me <laughs> and that's the whole point of this <laughs> and you're gonna want to reach across the table and but remember we're mind. good yeah. friends <laughs> there's, there's a there's a, a game of friends with the same sort of deal which is basically same sort of deal. Um, take loads of intrigue, attack the opposing hand so the cards go away. And then there's a guy you can have, which is this guy, root this guy from the game. Everyone else, all of the units on the table go away. So the idea is the opponent's got no cards left, everything's gone. So he's going, draw. That's a lot of help. You got units, yeah. draw. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of help. So oh, yeah. same sort of deal. We just oh, like yeah. top deck. Oh, yeah. in, the, in the first game with Urien, it went a little bit longer, but he, he, got the, he got the oubliette, which makes you play with the top card. And so I had. I had like, and I'm not kidding you, like 17 resources, but I had two cards in my hand, neither one of them were units. Because you yep. just get rid of units. Yep. And I'm like, you, this, and, and of course, units are the core of the game. If I can't play units, I can't draw yeah, cards. If no, I can't draw cards, I can't play units. So yeah. on and so forth. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was yeah. insane. I, uh, you can't, when you every can't every win once in a while, you got to build one of those decks <laughs> and everything. Because, I mean, way back when, when I played, when we played Magic, I had my Stasis deck. Yeah. There were no creatures in it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it got to the People point where I, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, basically, it got to the point where I locked you down and then just vice, I black vice you to death. Yeah. Um. And, and so, you know, I, I mean, you got to play those choke decks every once in a while, but playing with good friends because <laughs> don't play them in tournaments, yeah, folks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can play them in tournaments, but don't be ready. Don't no. You know, be don't, ready. Don't play them in tournaments. Be ready to have to soften the. You are going to be. You are going to be that guy. Like, Good, or that girl. Good, good, good friends don't let friends play urine against non-friends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's there, you, there you go, maybe right? That's it. You know. So you mentioned store championship stuff before. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the kind of year of trying to play more tournament events than I have in various card games, and cool. I am at least going to get informed of conquest. What are you guys taking the store champs? Uh, I've been wrestling with that for the last week or two. Uh, I really want to take war. The problem that I've been facing with War, and he's been winning for me, but the problem I've been facing with him is I have very little cards in my hand, very few cards in my hand. So I'm trying, I put in, uh, my recent change was one ammo depot, mm -hmm. and then I've been moving my, changing my units a little bit. Like I had some Captain Marcus in there. Uh, the, reason I'm uh, the reason I'm so locked onto War is because of the no retreat, no route. So 
that's a powerful thing. Archon's terror doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it doesn't work. You can't route units. I had a the somebody, planet ability doesn't. Yeah, work. the planet, yeah. the routing a planet for was it Farron that routes a routes a. But still, yeah, routing on yeah. warlord is routing on warlord unit, and I all my units were green planets. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm not gonna trigger that, or I do, and it doesn't work, right? So I really want to take war. I have a Zer- I have a war deck, a Zerather deck, and an old one I deck built. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be Zerather, so it might be war or uh, old one I. Hmm. I have to say, I, right now I would. I, I'm in the same sort of state with Starblaze. I've enjoyed it like crazy, but the, the hit rate has been on and off. I haven't myself been able to get the efficiency. Starblaze to work very well. Then again, I played it like I keep saying we're playing against nothing but Rocket War, and it's hardly a good matchup. Um, I, I, I'm, I was gonna to cut back a little bit. How much, how bad have you found the variance on War? Because the games of yours have seen have been as long as you get a few green planets, it's a solid game. If you get lots of green planets, it's a really, really good game for you. If you get none, ugh, and it is possible we've it's, seen them. It's, you know, it's tricky. actually I've I've gotten a little bit better about that now. If you set my non-octagon games aside, right? <laughs> meat I'm, space. I'm meat still, space yeah. If, if you talk about meat space games, mm-hmm. I'm ten and four with it, right? And I can't, and I can't. There's a, been a few of those games where there's only been one green planet in the first. Yeah, first we had spot. we had one game yeah, like that where yeah. <laughs> it was one green planet. It was the fifth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the fifth. Well, the fourth one. Yeah, no, it was the fifth one. one. <laughs> yeah, and then there was because I was looking at that and I'm like, wow, <laughs> all right. And, yeah, and, and okay. the first the first four planets uh, or the first three planets were all blue. Yeah, had a blue icon. So it was Did like you win you that know, one. Yeah, you probably won that one. Right. Mm-hmm. But I played one with I played one with uh, Jason. Played against Jason, and. Or was that was I playing war? I can't remember. Anyways, I've had a few. So so the planet flop is such a big deal, but the planet flop is so much in my odds to have two green planets in those first five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been embrace the variance. This is yeah, probably going to yeah, go my way. This variance. is probably going to go my and, way. Kind and of you, thing, you know? but it, you also you also have the two things where you're drawing the your the the turn a planet green. Yeah. Sacrificial, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a big the, deal. The summary fair. execution. Summary execution. There you go. There yeah. you go. Summary execution. So you have that, right? Uh, I've played it a couple times to its effect, but m- most of the time when I have it in my hand, I play it as a shield because I have the green planets mm-hmm. I need. Mm-hmm. It's really war is really playing with the back and forth. The initiative, having the initiative ranged, is huge in him. Oh my mm. god. Yep. Whoa, suppressive whoa. fire, you're like, yeah, you're gonna take at the green suppressive fire at a green planet with three units is insane. Well, that's because then a, you're just hitting for like nine. That's another unit that all of a sudden <laughs> becomes awesome in war. Is and you played it was KD and Mortar Squad. Yeah, yeah. Oh. one three. It's a three cost two command hammer icon. Two, sorry, two command icons. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, normally it's like gee a one three ranged. If another unit dies, he readies. Okay, great, but you're not, you know, you're not worrying about another range. But with war, all of a sudden, it's a two-three mm-hmm. that you're going to get the two pop off on. You kill something else, and it's going to ready, and now you're still facing a two attack. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like okay, yeah, it's a one-one pinger, okay, or you know, a one pinger that's going to be something I can yeah. shield with. Two actually <clears throat> puts that unit over the top, where right. it, it made my math difficult. When I was looking at that, going, "Wow, I actually can't take that planet anymore." Right. Well, and and, and they they weren't in my first builds. 
Yeah, they, they and only you, made it and in you the added that in. I'm like, holy shit, in. that that I've, is a I've great add. It a little bit, and that and it and it just going through that process with Laura over the last six weeks just reminds me how how important it is to play with the deck regularly, play with the deck regularly, yeah. and then say, okay, you know what, Katie Murray squad belongs in here. You know what, I had two Captain Marcus and I have two Seraphim, and I need to get rid of the Captain Marcus because I really wasn't using his ability, mm-hmm. right? The, I'd rather have the Cadian Mortar Squad at, at one three and two command hammers for the same cost as a Marcus with two three and two command hammers. So all I'm getting with Marcus is one additional hit minus the ranged. Right. Whereas Cadian Mortar Squad, I get the ranged and the I get a ranged minus one hit, but I get to ready him when people go away. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. So. I'm I'm really weighing. I mean, last night I played old one eye, and in my opening six cards, I had his signature attachment and his signature support. And well, that's <laughs> game. He's, 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 I mean, you've you played that against me. Like, whatever, dude. We did that with Zarathur, yeah. and you were like, "Holy, yeah!" yeah the opening thing, Zarathur's bloody. Like this guy. When, he, when yeah, if he gets yeah. if he gets ferocious, if he gets ferocious, any mixture of ferocious strength. Um, the the siding talents, talents attachment or awakening cavern yeah. and yeah this game I, is not yeah, going I, I anywhere had, and I had <laughs> siding talents and awakening cavern oh. and I went to first planet with snakebite thug all alone yeah. I swung at th- snakebite thug I did two he swung back at me did three I awakening cavern unlocked Crunch. he's swinging for four boom stomp yeah. on the snakebite thug yeah and 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 David was a was a great opponent he's like wow that's uh. Wow, he's a big bully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, when you have when you have that combination, you know, oh, I, I'm because I'm kind of in the same mindset. I have a, I have a Commander Starblaze that I really like. I have an old one eye deck, mm-hmm. and it, and I and I'm playing around with with a um, um, Zogwart deck. Yeah, and the Zog. I mean, I mean, not the Orc Landed deck. Actually, oh, no. I would oh, do something sort of, one? Oh, Well, I have we, that. We, we were I mean, going for embrace the variants. Embrace <laughs> the variants. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. This is going to be dreadful. There we go. <laughs> this is going to be absolutely ridiculous. That's what your deck has done to me. So, That's still know. one of our well, most well, watched episodes. The stuff you drew on Besides the World Championships, that one gets a lot of hits. That was just, it's so fun, you know, it's it's one of those ones, where, but you know, I wanted to play an orc deck because of Rick, rickety war buggy. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. that's why. And, and it's and it's just along it's along the lines of, uh, um, but I, I real I'm really leaning towards Star Blaze. We have our store champ. The the hunter game store championship here is uh, January 31st. The February 20th, there's a Petries in Colorado Springs store championship. February 27th has one Grand Slam in Loveland. I've never been to that store, but they. Uh, have, they have a oh, two-store yes, thing. Oh, yes, Keelan Co. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Slam Loveland is having theirs on February 27th, and Total Escape is having theirs uh, on March 12th. So Haunted Game Cafe in two weeks. We'll yeah. see. So Excited. The reason I bring this up is I, I'm left with that. Emma. Like yourselves, I want to play the new Warlord. Starblaze has been fun as all, all hell, even though I might not have had much success. If I do play him, I'll be playing a hunt deck, which is, at that point, it's like variants on variants. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. this works, it'll be great. You know, um... So my other, other choice is I don't play anywhere near as much as most people and certainly not as much as you guys generally get to play in terms of Conquest. So I'm like, do I just go the whole, you know, take something simple like Kato? I know how he plays. It's hard to play him wrong. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed I can manage it, you know. Um, but but it would be a, it was simple. I can sit down. I can just worry about the game and less about is this deck going to do what it freaking needs to do. I think you know? it, here's my take. Play something that you enjoy playing. I mean, Because with- if you lose with Kato... Much like I lost with Ragnar, or much like I played, I played Cato at the at Nationals, 
and I had a miserable time when I was losing. I was it was miserable. Yeah, right. I was like really really frustrated because I was playing that deck so that I could play so I could win, mm. and I wasn't winning, so I was pissed. So <laughs> for See? me, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. You know what? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to play a game that I have fun, and if I t- happen to win, great. But even in the loss, I'm gonna be like. How could I have done better? I'm not going to blame the deck. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you get a deck that that you think is quote-unquote proven and it, and you lose, I'm, I'm going to have – I had a miserable time. So I'm not going to ever do that again. I've learned my right. lesson. I mean, it's true, though. The, the reason I mentioned Kato specifically is just he's a good old-fashioned efficiency deck. Absolutely. I'm, I'm less Absolutely. worried about the proven bit and more the fact that, you know, you play you play good mm-hmm. units cheaply. That's what you do. But yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying there. I, I, I honestly mm-hmm. just had the thought of – First of all, you should always remember: store championship is the bottom of the of the competitive play rung. It's the casual, mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. casual competitive play stuff. So, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, go go have go have fun. Anyone thinking, anyone being like, I shouldn't go, they're going to be mean to me, kind of thing. No, go play. Yeah. No, go um, play. Yeah. The second bit for that for me is I'm going. Yeah, I'll just play Starblaze. Go in. He's fun. He's interesting. He's cool. I could just throw on Sheehan. No one expect that. Because <laughs> yeah, he's even more yeah, like well, janky, janky craziness. So, you know, I, yeah. I mean, whenever I've done well in tournaments, it's always been a byproduct. It's never been my goal. It's like, wait, wait, really? I'm in the top four. I made the cut. Really? Huh? Okay. Um, you know, it's always it's always more getting out there and playing and, and meeting people and everything. So you know, I do I, I do play the fun decks, um, and when you have a fun deck that also is winning, boy, that that's when it's yeah, yeah really that's really classic. Cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's oh. super thing for myself is I the, the Starblaze I've got is my build. It's yeah, not, it's not based. It's it's vaguely based mm-hmm. on the ones I've seen. So if it did do well, that would be like the moment. So hey, I think that's an easy decision. All the same. <laughs> All right, so we do have. Uh, there's a couple of announcements. One, FFG. So store championships are on. Uh, FFG regionals uh, applications are open. So please, uh, you know, weigh in with your stores on that. Try to get them those regionals in your areas. Uh, there is a Conquest Player Finder on our uh, Tracks and Sector Warcast Podbean page, so you can enter in the data. You, there's there's the Player Finder there, but there's also a link to putting in your group. So I update that about once a month. So, so out of interest, is that mainly so Player Finder or Play Locations as well? Because we could do referring out some of the Play Locations. So those are the regular Play Locations. Right, okay, awesome. Right? So yeah. like Total Escape is on there mm. for Wednesday nights. Uh, Collector Mania is on there. There's... Tactical Squad does their job in Toronto. Holy moly, there's four locations within, it looks like, two square miles of, of Toronto the, in Canada where the, there's a I, lot I could, of I could make some, make some comment about isolation and space together, but I'm going to avoid it, but that's nah, what's coming yeah, to mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, love, we love you guys. <laughs> we love you, we love, we love our northern neighbors. <laughs> and so you can use that player finder there. And our southern neighbors. We love all and, our neighbors. Yeah. And you're, you can enter your group. I will get it updated about once a month. And you can find people near you if you're looking, if you're traveling, you can use that to find folks. Reply for nationals. And then, oh, Gen Con early registration for badges opens up on Friday, January 22nd. So that's early (laughs) registration. Uh, The hotel stuff opens up, I think, the following Sunday, which is January 24th. And those fill up the. It's not the. It's not the badges that go away. It's the hotel space that goes away. But in order to get the hotel space at the Gen Con prices, you need the badge. So, if you plan on going to Gen Con, and you don't want to pay a whole lot of money, um, the time is now. Keep that. Yeah, keep that in <laughs> mind. 
Uh, and that's about it. Oh, by the way, we did have our Facebook page go to 100 likes. Um, wow, the 100th, awesome. Thank the you. The 100th like was a guy I've been playing with, playing games with for going on 10 years now, Nat Trahan down in uh, Longmont. Thanks, Nat. <laughs> he just realized, he's like, oh, they're hey. on Facebook. I might as well like them. Click, and he liked, and it was, he was the 100th like. <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah. Wow. I've only well, talked to you about thanks. this every time I see you. Yeah. So he has, he has but one like to give. <laughs> yeah, I guess problem. that's true. You know? I guess that's true. Uh, thanks to Haunted Game Cafe for the recording space. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at tracksacceptorwarcast at gmail.com via our Facebook page or Twitter at TracksAcceptorWC or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC. Thanks for listening. The The Emperor Emperor Protects. So, um... Something, something along the lines of war, never going to give you up. Come on, the combines together quite nicely. Yeah, sorry, I've been ticking over this for the last 15. Oh, okay, so war, never going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs>